Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh my, now I'm here at last The best time, always gonna be the best Hey, looky here, it's the Pat and JT Podcast Pat and JT Podcast I can hear, like, you know, when I'm at home, I can sure. hear the softest of noises. Like, my, I'm one of those people, though, are we starting? We are. Okay, so I'm one of those people that small noises drives me crazy. Sure. Those, what's it called? Misophonia? Mm-hmm. Misophonia. No, I think is what it's called. And that's called. not small noises. That's like the chewing and... That's like and... breathing, chewing. Uh, <laughs> wow. You know, like when you're just sitting there and you hear somebody... Yeah. Mouth breathing, right. like my dog or something, I can hear more. Oh. Or the crunching of ice. Yes. Although that's just more of an annoyance than a... I was going to say, it's not necessarily that you're hearing things that people, other people aren't. You just don't like it. There's some hearing. sounds I just don't like yeah, to hear, yeah. but I hear them really well. Right. <laughs> right. And there, there are videos to. on YouTube. Oh my God, what's it called? I need to text my son. It's a, it's a specific thing. It's like EHM or something where it's people record videos of like cats licking water or yeah. people doing like that oh. because people like listening to that stuff. They there like are people it. that like it. There are thou- t- hundreds Fetish. of thousands of views. Yeah. By the way, welcome to the show, Dr. Lance Kugler. Hi, Dr. Kugler. Thank you. Uh, Kugler <laughs> Vision never thought we'd be talking about this today. Now I got. I have to admit, uh, Dr. Kugler, when you're, you're in the wrong sense here, <laughs> I've never met you in person, heard about you, known about Kugler Vision forever. And when you're walking up the hallway, I, I thought you were an intern. I was thinking if you were like in your 60s. Oh, Honestly, I really, I really had no clue. I walked I'm like Dr. Kugler, and like, yeah, I expect you to say, no, I'm his assistant. He'll be right up in a second. No, 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 it's me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You should know him by now because you should have had your consultation. I know Thursday. Thursday? Thursday Coming in Thursday. All right. Looking yes. forward to it. Yeah. And, and my vision, maybe if my vision was perfect, I would know, I would recognize the fact that that would be you from your website. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hashtag see Omaha. There right. you go. Right? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he hasn't been in yet. Right. So he hasn't seen the facility. Oh, great. Okay. So Thursday, How long have you guys Thursday, been open So we've been at this new location since it'll be two years in August. Wow. Yeah, believe it, just it or seems not. seems like it was just last year. I know. We're st- we still feel like we're moving in. I mean, we're still kind of yeah. optimizing it. You That's know? awesome. That's so. it, it is so cool, and it's, it's so comfortable because it doesn't feel like you're in a doctor's office. Yeah, the idea was to feel more like a spa, you mm-hmm. know, more, more comfortable, and, and it's what it should be, right? Yeah. So, um, that's kind of what what we're going for with the with the ambiance. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So back to these videos, Pat. <laughs> I don't know what they're called, and my son's sleeping. Otherwise, I would text him. But the other like videos on YouTube of it's the weirdest things, man. Of people uh, making certain noises that some people think are soothing. Other people like you know have that have what you have think it's annoying. But yeah. the cats licking. Um, uh, it's like the clicking of, of pen. Actually, clicking, of clicking of pens. Oh my God. Oh. Click, 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 click. I'm a clicker. All the time. And it's like, I can hear him from the other end of the building. Pat, put down the pen. I know. It, it's, just, <laughs> it's a nervous habit. Did you ever have those fidget spinners when those were a thing? Yes. Uh-huh. I actually have one in my car. It. How about a fidget cube? Yeah, my, have a fidget cube? yeah uh, I didn't oh. have one. My daughter had one. Yeah. There, they have, and, but you wouldn't like it. Yeah, and the clickies. All the different things you could do. Yeah, that fad didn't last long. Yeah. 
You that's didn't. Good. No. I have a. My a, kids had them, and then they were the gone. spinner. Yeah, I have one in my car. It looks like Batman. Yeah, it's and that's a cool one. <laughs> a Batman fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do. Cool. I do. Have I've got that. this little thing in my. I don't know. You're an eye doctor, so you can't help me with this. But <laughs> no, inside I, my lip, I have a. I bit. Well, I'm not like bit, a canker sore? No, it, it's when I a long time ago, probably ten years ago, I smashed my mouth into the headboard of my son's bed, like wrestling with him, Ooh. and my tooth went almost all the way through. I'm Ooh. okay now though, but <laughs> there's a, it's like scar tissue in there, so I play with it constantly. If you see me doing this, it's because I'm playing with that ball of scar tissue. I just want to bite it out. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me. It's, but I can't. I can't not do it. It's right. one of those things, you know. It drives me nuts. Yeah, I you're right. I got nothing for you on yeah, that. Can't, yeah, can't help me with that. No, not at all. You can do that all day because that doesn't bother me. You one can't bit. see me doing this. Can't see it. It doesn't. And I can't hear it either. Really? So I'm fine. I can hear it. It's going. You should make a video of that and and play. There might be people that like that. Monetize that baby. I'll tag Vision. That's right. <laughs> Done. Right out of my notes. That's awesome. That'll be perfect. Oh my gosh. All right. So, what is going on in the world after this weekend? What did you, you do this weekend, Dr. Kugler? So, I've actually, I'm actually out of town every weekend between May 2nd and July 15th, except yep. this weekend. Um, it, and it's, it's not exciting things, really. It's <laughs> my, my kids are involved in a lot of activities and sports. Uh, and so, yeah. You know, we tend to do a lot of traveling. This time of year, there's a lot of tennis and a lot of uh, track, which is what my two of my or three of my kids are into right now. So there's a lot of those uh, going on. And so this weekend, I was actually home. Nice, uh, it's a rarity, which, right? Yeah, right? which was nice. Kinda so nice. I, it wasn't very exciting. I got, but I got caught up on a lot of things at home that I needed to be doing. So was it, was it nice. this weekend was like a year in a day. It was it was like the hottest day of summer yes. on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then Sunday was it smelled like fall. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it crazy? Yeah, it was crazy. It was, I walked out yesterday morning. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was cold. It felt it, good. Yeah, it felt great. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it Went awesome. to breakfast with mom and dad and had to grab a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and I get there, my mom's in a coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was chilly. But it was, it was early, but it was, it was chilly. They both had their jackets with everybody else had a jacket with them too. And I'm like, this is June. Yeah, I and love there, it. Somebody posted on uh, Facebook too. Didn't think I'd need a stocking cap today. He was out working in the yard and he's right. bald and he had a stocking cap on. It was chilly. June. Yeah, well, it was right. 90, 90 degrees, you know, 12 hours early. Yes. Almost. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was unusual. Really crazy. So our, t- our uh, tennis parents as crazy as soccer, baseball, football parents. <laughs> well, you, you think more that, like those more like reserved golf, and refined tennis yeah the, like they seem yes. more respectful parents more respectful yeah, fans well let me tell you I, I've thought about this a lot because my so I have five kids and um, we've been involved in just about every sport that you can be involved with and I'll tell you there's a difference between the team sports and the individual sports so my daughter's a swimmer mm-hmm. right so that's individual sport you know, there's not a lot of drama and not a lot of argument between parents because it's all based on how fast your kid is. The yeah. time, mm-hmm. you can't argue with the time. Right. It's like, you can argue all you want about who should be swimming, you know, what stroke or whatever, but if your kid is 0.3 seconds faster than mine, good point. who's going to argue about there's it? There's no right? contact. Right. right. So right? there's not so. as much, there's not as much argument with it. Tennis is, is that way too, because it's an individual sport and there's not a lot of argument. You just, you look at the results of the matches and it, you know, the rankings are what they are. Right. Um, you can, you can get some drama during a match. Like, what do you call the officials? Are they the judges? Referees. Referees. Yeah. That are at sometimes. And officials. Um, some of the officials. So, so the, cal- here's the thing hat. about tennis. Okay. There is no referee or, or official during the match 
that's actively watching the match. So the kids are making their own calls. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. So on your own. Right. You don't get it. You don't get an official referee active until very high level tennis. You know, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cause even yeah. volleyball, you have somebody right there. on Every the other sport you can think of. There's, you know, little, Officials. I mean, but T-ball when you're five years old, there's an umpire, right? Right. So, um, so which is ridiculous by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying. That's to go on for, record. That's for the parents. Yeah, <laughs> keep that <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But but tennis is is the kids are on their own making the calls, and so wow. we, yeah, which, which can generate some arguments. <laughs> um, but there's also like a very hard and fast rule that parents are not. No one's allowed to coach or talk to the players during a tennis match. Okay, we just saw that happen at the highest level not yes. too long ago with Serena Williams. Exactly. So right, it, that they yes. were coaching from the stands. And it was like not allowed. Not allowed. It's not allowed. Right. So so tennis is like the kids are on wow. their own. They have to figure out the score on their own. If they disagree on the score, the parents can't like correct them. I or, wrote it down over here. Yeah. No. That's not wow. valid. Yeah. So that's it's really it's really unique. And um I like that though because like in golf, you have to keep track of your own yeah, score. Yeah, golf is similar. Yes. Um you're responsible for So Tiger Tiger's really writing down his own score as they have to. Does is the caddy can the caddy do it or does Tiger have to do it? I or think he matter? has to do it, and then he has to sign off. At least he has to sign off on it. And I would rather write it myself. Yeah. Than rely some on some. Yeah, else. I mean, when you get to the you know the PGA level, I think there's you know they there's probably, officials throughout the, the 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 golfing. But when you're younger, the kids are making their own yeah. calls and their own penalties and everything. So the individual sports. Wow, that's ten, interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So you don't have as much of the of the active drama for sure because it, the parents aren't really involved and there's no argument over who should be playing and who shouldn't because it's an individual sport. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So there's, there's pros and cons. I can see I And I was always drawn because I showed horses growing up. So I liked, it was kind of like an individual sport, but not because the parents were really active (laughs) as well. I'm just thinking back about that. It's like, yeah, because there were some parents yeah. That that yeah. would get right up there on the rail, and they were yelling at this and that. And when I judged for many years too, and and I would have parents in my ear on the other side of the fence, yeah, telling me, you know, you don't know that what that horse did last week, or that horse was number one at nationals over here, or this. And I'm like, I going over here. I'm like, just leave me. I love that stuff though. When or I was go playing. sit down. I love know? that stuff. I did. I love being in the, on a basketball court and getting just screaming and parents yelling at the official the and team, coaches screaming. Stuff. Well, yeah, yeah I, I loved it. At you, I didn't play individual okay. stuff. Probably, <laughs> I probably my coach was yelling at me. I don't know if the parents. Were yelling at me. <laughs> but well, I, I, I thought stuff fired me up. A few years ago, uh, my son was playing baseball and the, his game was delayed by like half an hour. And we got there, and I, I figured it was because of weather or something, but we got there, and it was because the game before us, a fight had broken out between parents, and the police were there. Jeez. And, you know, there was actually an that altercation. Crazy. And this was nine-year-old baseball. He was nine years old at the time. Oh, my God. So, it, 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 yeah, it tends to bring out our worst yeah. tendencies, I think. Wouldn't you hate to be, I mean, you're that parent, or you're with that parent. Oh. That family yeah. and the police get called. That would be awful. Yeah. Or I mean, or the kid and your dad the is kid. up there starting to fight right. or your mom and moms or whatever it was. That would Always. be terribly embarrassing. Right. I can't think of any in any sport where the parents were that rambunctious that the kids were like, you got it, dad. Thanks. Thanks. Right. Thanks, dad. Right. Way to go. Get yeah. on him. dad. You know, usually yeah. the kids are like, oh, my God, we'll just make totally it go away. Please make it go away. <laughs> but it, don't, don't you think it's gotten so much worse than yeah. 
like when we were kids. I mean, I just don't remember that. Maybe I was I think just unaware I, of I think it. it's gotten, I don't know if it's gotten worse, but we see it more because of social media. Cause I, I mean, I'm what, third, I'm 45. And I remember playing 12, 9, 10, 11, all the way up through high school yeah. sure. and always having the parents, John at the officials. And, and it was never, ta- never, it was never, there was never an, an, a mean side of it. Like it was never, as soon as the game was over, it was over. It never spilled over into the, the crowd. Do you think it's because it's more competitive? I mean, because a lot of these kids play, they don't play uh, school. A lot of them are trying to get on the elite clubs and play on those teams because well, there's the it used to be, high competition level. Mm-hmm. It used to be you could play just rec baseball, for example, yeah. and you could just play. You'd have like mm-hmm. one practice a week and you'd play a game or two on the weekend. And that was the season. Yep. And it was fun. And that, you know, I, I was a terrible baseball player, but I played on a team where a kid that there was a kid on my team that ended up playing um, professional baseball. So we were all on the same team because we just happened to be in the same neighborhood. Right. Right. Well, right. nowadays that doesn't happen. You know, that kid would have been on a triple A elite team and I would have been on a, a single A scrub team. But whatever the <clears> case may be, the I think now the stakes feel so high. It's like, oh, you got to get to this next level. You got to get and to this so next team. And it's so expensive. Yeah. So invested so much money in it. Facilities. You're playing forty in time. You're, you're you know you're investing yeah. 45, 50 games a season. Unbelievable. Sure. Yeah. You I mean, know? if you're yeah, you're it's right. Like you're that, that much time, that much money, and right. then you look and you think your kid's not getting a fair shake. I, I suppose it would fire you up. It would. I right. think it would because at that point you're thinking, why did you even let my kid on the team if you're not going to let him play? Right. And then well, getting mad. Yeah. And then at the end of the season, it's like they they <clears throat> they sort of divide up the teams again and the kids yeah. are reassessed and reassigned. And so it's like there's this constant thing that everybody's shooting for. And so I think that all brings out emotions that maybe weren't there. Way more competitive. Yeah, it's just more competitive in general. Jeez. And there's always little shooters of alcohol in the outhouses at those, <laughs> at those, on those court. Remember we talked about this before. No, we every did. T- I, every single time I go into the, the outhouse, yes, there's always the in bathrooms. there those little shooters. Fireball, there's vodka. So these parents are getting juiced. They're numbing themselves. Yeah, yeah. they're one of the two. Right. They're either getting fired up or they're trying to take the edge off. Maybe right, I right. don't know which one it is. But, yeah, Man, that doesn't help. Or maybe it does help. Maybe it'd be a lot worse if they did. Do that. I don't remember years ago. I don't remember every gas station carrying those. I mean, it was it was a shock to me when they yeah. started selling individual cans of beer. Yeah, and and you'd have bottles of liquor. But then when they started shooting the little shooters, now they have like this bucket of them next to the cash register when you're checking out at IV. Right, you just like scoop a handful. It used to be the only right. place you saw those were hotel rooms and air and uh, air, airplanes. True, exactly. That is very That's true. it. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. And you always wanted to get a hold. Of, it's like oh, I wish I could get a hold of some of those. You couldn't. They weren't marketed. And you see people that are at you know, like Hy-Vee Gas or whatever, and they grab <laughs> give me two of the Kinkies, and they take two of them. Like those aren't even making it to the road. No, nope. <laughs> you're not taking those home. Pouring it in the Yeti. Come on, and then they go. Do you guys have a bathroom? Uh, there's a big sign. I know what you're going to do in that bathroom. You're going to go pound those shooters, dude. Couple right. of pink kinkies. I mean, good. come on. You're not I've being caught there. dead with some pink kinkies, no, Randy. That's funny. Oh, my God. Holy, how old are your kids? Or just so, the range? Uh, 16, 14, 12, 12, and 9. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, my God. 12, 12 is in twins? Yeah. Yeah, we got a set of twins in there. Got it. Oh we should God. all be twins, by the way. Should we? Yes. What, what's your What's your reasoning? They just have it the best. I mean, from from day one, they've got a partner. Yeah. You know, never bored. Always somebody to do something with. They learn how to share at a very, very young age. Um, So I I just think they have a great So watching the other kids, the older kids grow up first or, you know, going through those four years without, then then you had the twins. You see the difference. You see the difference. Major difference. That's crazy. Like a little gang of two. Yeah. Against everybody, yeah. yeah. yeah Is it kind of cool. them against the rest of them? Um, they a little bit. I mean, they sort of have their. They sort of have a, a little, probably a bond that you can't have 
you know, mm-hmm. otherwise. I remember in school we had like, and I was in a small town in Ashland, and the year that, um, in the years in high school, we had like six or seven sets of twins. Jeez. It was crazy. Wow. Um, both fraternal and identical. Um, but well, there were twins everywhere. I mean, in my class, I can think of three pairs, four. That's, in, that's crazy. Yeah. Small town like that. I don't know if it was, I don't know if they all, I don't know if they were all homegrown. I think they all were. In the water, I'm not sure. I was on the south side of town, though, wrong side of the tracks. Right. So, <laughs> probably, <were>. probably was. <laughs> Are yours identical? Fraternal. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm, I mean, I've, I have don't know many sets of twins, but the um, one of the sets that I do know are identical, and it's it's almost impossible crazy, to tell right? them apart. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. crazy. Right. Yeah. To That's got to be weird for them, I would think, since yours are fraternal, not. But yeah. for, for ones that are identical, they grew up with it. It's not that big of a deal, I guess. But I think that'd be well, awesome. it's funny about ours is they they couldn't look more different. I mean, you wouldn't you you would hardly even know their brothers. They look that different, but at least in, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But people will get them confused all the time because they think they look the same. Isn't that That's something? So it's it's really funny. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Huh. But, but they don't look at they don't really don't look at like at all. In, to as my far eyes. as you're concerned, yeah, <laughs> very different personalities. Yeah, very different, very different interests, personalities, hobbies, things like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, kind of different friends, everything. Isn't that crazy? so? Yeah. With one of your kids, sixteen, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. getting ready to start thinking about ACTs and college and all yeah, that kind so of stuff. She's going to be a junior, okay. so we're we're kind of starting that whole process now. Which is uh, kind of mind blowing that that we're at that, at that stage. But I saw are. the signs. You know, it's funny to see the yard signs. It's like ACT, SAT yeah. prep here. Yes. You know, and it's like God, I don't remember them doing that when I was a kid. Well, that's another yeah. thing that's changed. I mean, now like you <clears throat> yeah. know, everyone takes an ACT prep thing. I mean, I remember I just kind of went in on a Saturday and took it. Yeah. Yes, and that was exactly. Just, what, what was your score? Yo, I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, mine was a seventeen. <laughs> My daughter was asking me, and I honestly don't remember. Because yeah. I, I, that just kind of tells you how important it Right, it doesn't was. matter. Well, it didn't, at the time, it was just, I didn't even know what the consequences were of it. Really, it was like, well, you got to take the seat and go to college. And it's like, well, I wasn't really planning. Right, after that, gonna, I'm going to go to college. Been up, never Mom, been brought up I'm since. I'm going to college, and then I, and I got just enough that I got a scholarship for a year nice. to go to college. So I'm going to college, and I found out I was not ready for college. Right. <laughs> An like, ACT score does not a college student make. No, nope, right. it does not. It does a scholarship. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I was not ready for that. But Yeah, the prep stuff wouldn't help me anyway, though, because that's like if you're going to prep for it, are you prepping because it's a specific skill in test. taking that test or to refresh everything that's going to be on that test? Taking the test. Um, it's the it's the former, I think. It, it's yeah. the skill of taking the test. And so I, 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 have a, I get on a soapbox about this sometimes, but I think that – in our current academic world, what we measure over and over and over again is somebody's ability to take a multiple choice test. Okay. And we're not, we're not measuring their ability to right. be successful in the world or contribute to society or, you know, whatever, whatever it really takes to be part of this world. We're, yeah. we're not measuring that. We're measuring the ability to take a multiple choice test. And that determines what school you get into possibly. Yes. If you get into that's school. The, yeah, that's scary putting well, it that way. Right? If you think about like my, like my world w- with medicine, I mean, think about what, what we did. So we all had to take the ACT, SAT, and then you, to get into med school, you take the MCAT and then, uh, you get into med school and then you take, um, all of our tests in med school were multiple choice. So those tests are all multiple choice. And then you take the boards. There's three steps to the board, step one, two, and three, multiple choice tests, multiple choice tests, multiple choice tests, right? And then, and then we did our specialty, uh, you know, in my case, ophthalmology, and there's the boards for ophthalmology, uh, which is, um, 
another multiple choice test. Do you think the multiple choice is done because of efficiency? Absolutely. And I mean, that's, that's yeah. the only reason, because nobody wants to sit there and actually test your education, your, well, your, your knowledge. It, it goes back to um, around World War II. They, they, when people were coming back from the service, they needed a, a, a rapid way to assess people, to put them into colleges and everything that they were trying to do. And, and they invented the, I might have the dates wrong, I can't remember World War I or World War II, right. but it was earlier in the early 1900s, mid-1900s, right. they came up with the Scantron technology as a, as a mm -hmm. rapid way of just assessing things quickly. And so that was what started the whole multiple choice wow. thing. And then the guy who actually, mm -hmm. the educator actually invented the Scantron later came back and said, this was never designed to be the standard, this was just a quick fix. For a temporary for yeah. a temporary problem, right? We're gonna take care of this real That's quick, and then we'll move forward. Right. Everybody said, "Oh, this is good." Right. This is good. And and now and now we all you know it's become the <clears throat> standard way because of efficiency. There was some comfort knowing that the answer is in front of you. You know, like of those three or four answers, the correct answer the right is, there, is there. But they just worded it where you outthink yourself and right. you just think yourself into a knot because it's like the answers are so similar. Did you ever answer just based on design? One hundred percent. Iowa basics, man. I, I wasn't a student. I'm the first one to admit that. And especially, I'm not a good test taker at all. Well, it's a, it's a skill. You know, it's a skill that just to take the test and it doesn't measure, you know, knowledge it necessarily that well. Yeah. Is what it does measure. Patience. I mean, and just to be able to. I look at my kids now yeah. and like how much standardized testing they do in grade school, you know, elementary school. And, you know, they'll take like days off of, of right. learning to take these and these they tests. and they and they're not not that they're preparing for it but having conversations the night before saying tomorrow and the next day are my blah 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 tests right and i've got to get ready for this and that I'm like, I, I never thought about when it was iowa basics week i think it was like a week or a few days that we took them what's iowa basics kind of like a, a elementary school like a i guess standardized test for yeah iowa basics mm-hmm yeah, I didn't. I've never heard of that. Now yeah. Saunders County, Douglas, right? Douglas Western County, Douglas. I don't DC. know. Right. I guess. Um, yeah. So we we didn't have prep or anything. We just took them and whatever. Well, the it, teachers, you know, now they huh. teach to the tests, yeah. right? So everything's That's about everything's about you know making the test scores better so that you know everybody looks better. And I understand why that why those oh, motivations yeah. are there, but I just worry that are we missing the mark of what you know what school should be about. Yeah, that's true. If, you're so if, teaching, if they're teaching to the test, right? You're you're teaching because you know what the system is, if right? You, so you know you've got to work the system, right? And if, if you don't play by if the you're rules, teaching to the test, that test really better be an accurate way of preparing people for the world, right? And I don't know that we've well, no, because like when you have algebra one, two, advanced, all this kind of stuff, you know, my son now he's a very, he's very very got the math brain, right? He wants to he wants to double up on math next year's junior year and take an algebra two and advance this and that and get out of the not it's not called consumer math, but it's like the real life stuff, the balancing of checkbooks and the learning about life interest skills. rates and yeah. credit scores and get out of that. Cause that's not, that's not sexy. It's the, it's the trigonometry and all those right. that colleges yeah. look at, which it should be flipped around. There should be absolutely a, a, a life skills class yep. that, I mean, you know, it, growing up, they called it home ec to a degree, which was a misnomer because it, it excluded boys by and large. Right. There were some boys that might cross the line. I've never made a tank top since then. <laughs> Just saying. I've never made a tank top. I've never sewed anything. Or I a bunt cake. Or a bunt. Right. I maybe have made a bunt cake, but it was a box cake. Never by scratch. But yeah, it's just yeah. like they blanket with all this stuff that you don't really need to know. Yeah. Well, my daughter did just take a personal finance class. That's great. In high school. And it was 
fantastic. I mean, I well, I thought the curriculum was very realistic, and mm-hmm. I think she got a lot out of it. It's the first time she's ever understood what a bank statement is and a That's great. checking account and things like that. So, you know, there is some of it, but I don't know whether that was required or whether that was something she took as an elective. I actually yeah. don't know, but okay, but, so but then, it was available. Then when you're when you're when you have kids that are growing up, because your daughter and my son are the same age. Okay. And he just got a checking account last week. Right. Got himself a jizzob, right? <laughs> so he's getting the direct deposits. And, and when we're sitting there at Pinnacle Bank and we're talking about the stuff and they're saying, okay, for an extra five bucks, you can get paper statements. And he looks at me and says, what's a statement? And I felt like such a like, but I've never talked. I've, right. He's never seen me because I've many, never gotten a paper statement. Well, you have, but just not well, the last along, 15 years or, or 10 years. 25 years. <laughs> Whatever, I, I know I, ever since you could get digital statements, I've never got, because I never sat down with paper and did it myself. I never did. Right. Balance your checkbook. Ever, ever. I, so even when you did get paper statements, it didn't I always on, was online and I looked at it online to make sure stuff was current. I never, ever balanced the paper well, checkbook. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I, just, I never did. Early For me, the paper was just a I never reminder did. that I needed to get online. That's yeah. how I used the paper. The paper I, would come like, oh, 100%, I got to get online. 100%. Mm-hmm. I check my bank. I check that every, almost every day. Um, just, you know, just to see where things are and, and what's going on. Just to, you know, because I, I want to know. But I hate the whole idea of I've never really, like, balancing your checkbook. I remember balancing a checkbook. Mm-hmm. I remember watching my mom do it. But I never I'm like, in late 80s, early 90s? Absolutely. I never I was balancing a checkbook. I was 12. You were not. You graduated high school in the early 90s. 92. Okay. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. That's really nice. That counts as early 90s. That's way early 90s. You didn't have a checking account then, did you? It's almost uh, 80s. No. That's why I didn't balance one. I didn't have a checking account. There we go. <laughs> and there's the answer. Okay. So you both have 16-year-olds driving? Yeah, driving. We'll be driving June 28th. You're ready to go. How'd that work? You know what? It's been great. Yeah. yeah, she's very, very cautious and careful. Did and she want to drive? She wanted to drive. You know, so many of her friends don't. It's so Which interesting. It's crazy, right? Like for me, I was I started lining up the DMV like two weeks before my birthday. <laughs> right. Like I was ready to go, you know? Yeah. And, and these, a lot of these kids now, you know, they just aren't as interested in it for yeah. whatever reason. And so, you know, some of her, some of her friends just are, you know, don't get their license for a few months after their birthday. It's kind of interesting. That's crazy. President yeah. Kennedy was shot on my dad's 16th birthday. So he had to wait three days after because everything was shut sure. down. Yeah. He was disappointed. And, I mean, he was upset. <laughs> when you're 16, man, you can't get your license. Everybody else is crying because the president, he's crying because he can't get his license. Wow. It was rough. Yeah. Okay. So for in car insurance now, we're dealing with this with the 16 year old and the car insurance. Okay. So when the kid's 16, it really can't have a a, a vehicle in their name. Right. So put the kid on your insurance, but can you, do they have to be like the primary driver of a car? And this is super boring for everybody else. (laughs) Do they have to be the primary driver of a specific car? Can you just add them to, right? Can you just add them to the blanket? I just don't want to pay $1,000 a month for a 16-year-old driver. <laughs> okay, so now we're getting into an area which I have no expertise, but I can pretend like I do. That's Is that fair? You're, okay. you're a dad. Welcome so, Yeah, yeah. So um, my understanding is that the primary car that they drive has a big impact on their insurance rates. You okay. know, if you put them in a, a really fast-moving uh, sports car red car yeah <laughs> with, with 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 whatever and they actually look at you know what the car is capable of doing that can affect the rates quite a bit so we got her a, a, a car to drive that's that's quite slow um and, and put a governor on it doesn't have a governor it's just not a fast car okay. and um and she doesn't care that's not on her list of features that she even cares about not a go-to um good, good. the only thing she cared about was she wanted to be able to stream music on her on her from her phone fair enough we can yeah, figure and that that's, out that's that's pretty easy to, to get nowadays you bet but you know uh my understanding is that 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 does have a big effect 
is, yeah. the, is which car is their primary car. Interesting. Yeah. And my son yeah. knows none, nothing about vehicles. I, I, obviously, I'm not a good role model because I know nothing <laughs> about cars. I, I, it's, not, it's not like one of my things that I know everything about cars and the engines and the hemp, whatever. <laughs> Beth was asking him, my wife Beth was asking him what kind of car he wanted, just in general. And he just said a long one. A long one? There like, you go. I don't um, even know what that, I, he doesn't know because a long one like dad's. I have a Passat. So it's not a long car. So I don't know he what wants he means. A four door, like, like a, a like a seventy eight Oldsmobile. A sedan. If, if that's what he wanted, he that'd wants be a sweet. Sedan. I I don't. But I don't Give know. Give a Crown Vic. She's <laughs> like, you should be ashamed of yourself. A long one. She was saying that to me, not him. I bet so. Like, I don't know what. What have you taught this boy? Nothing. Get him one of those Buick station wagons we used to ride in the back of the wood panel. Yeah. I would yeah. love that. Family yeah. truckster. And yeah. insurance might be happy about that because right. they're pretty solid. And kids nowadays don't. It seems like at least his the kind of the quirkier, funkier the car is. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of cooler. So maybe that would be cool. Yeah, maybe that'd be the way to go. Yeah, something a little more uh, not historic. What's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Retro. 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 That's the word I was looking for. Retro. Something a little more retro. That's cool. (laughs) Retro is cool. Oh my gosh. All right. So (laughs) I don't even know what else we need to cover here. Well, we've covered pretty much everything from car insurance to yelling up yelling parents at tennis. (laughs) (laughs) We're just glad that and and. Thank you, know, you guys for supporting our podcast. Oh yeah, exactly. And we've talked about the fact before. You guys are you guys are hometown boys. Yeah, both you guys, um, Husker Creighton fans, uh, cover the you cover everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we have a we have a wide you know wide range of you know interests and and people that I think that that we really enjoy helping. Um, and it's certainly a, a focus on local and focus on Omaha. Uh, we really try to be part of the community. You know, not mm-hmm. just from are what we're doing professionally, but just really engaging in the community is really important to us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's what we're trying to do. That's excellent. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I am so uh, happy and was thrilled to be working with you guys and that you guys supported our podcast. I try to keep Pat online so he doesn't say anything offensive. I tried, we tried a new tagline. I don't know if, oh, you, if they told you about this, um, <sighs> was it a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Go to Kugler Vision before you die. <laughs> So. That's great. That's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it cuts right through. I'll give you. You can have it for right. free. Cuts that's, right through. That's brilliant. It captures everything. Right. Yeah. It does. Right. Don't, yeah. don't miss your opportunity. Right. Don't, don't miss your opportunity. <laughs> well, it's 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 kind of funny because people do. You know, people think they're either too young or they think they're too old for what we're doing. That's a common common yeah. uh, thing that we hear both sides of it, and that's actually not true. I mean, there there is no age. Uh, restriction on you know what we can do to help people now there there may be certain things that we can't do at certain ages or there you know certainly the options mm-hmm. that we present are different at every age you know we have seven different ways that we fix vision you know everyone's heard of LASIK but there's six other ways see that's the kind of stuff that yeah people don't realize and we we're talking too about because Pat's had the procedure done mm-hmm. but his eyes have changed and one but, time the yeah. somebody had mentioned something about it wearing off and it's like, well, it doesn't wear doesn't off. Doesn't wear off. Your eyes are just constantly changing. Yeah. So the fact that you graduated in '92, I mean, I can figure out how old you are. And so you're getting into your 40s, where you know your lens inside the eye has trouble seeing up close. It has trouble changing focus, and that's got nothing to do with LASIK wearing mm-hmm. off. That's just because we're in our 40s. Mm-hmm. And so these changes happen throughout stages. And so what what we try to do for people, and you saw this when, yes. when you when you were in to see us, is we really try to kind of plot out for you what the next 30, 40 years looks like. Right. Because it's not just, oh, I'm going to go in and have my eyes fixed now. It's mm-hmm. okay, well, what about in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years? And what we're always thinking about is whatever we're going to do now, we want to set you up for the next stage 
so that it's just mm-hmm. as successful as the first one. Yeah. Right. You know, so right. it's a it's awesome. a big picture approach. It's highly educational to go through the all the testing because it's not just about what you can see. It's about a lot more than just your sight. It's about just the total eye health. Yeah. Because you don't think about it. it's like, man, something goes wrong. It's your eyes. Yeah. Well, the first step is is the ocular ocular analysis, the eye analysis that we do, and you went through that. And yes. it, I mean, it's it's sort of like getting an MRI of the eye. I mean, it, we can look at everything it's now. It's amazing. It, and, and so we that have a crazy. Yeah. we have a really good idea of what of what your vision is and what you're capable of now, and also what the future looks like. Mm-hmm. And so we always have to <clears throat> plot that out. You know, because sometimes someone will come in and we'll say, you know what, we could do something like LASIK now. But that's going to cause a problem for you in five or six or 10 years because of whatever reason that we see. So we don't, even though you'd be fine for five, 10 years, we don't recommend it now. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're, we're thinking ahead, you know, in that situation. And we might say, you know what, you're better off not doing anything now. Yeah. Let's talk in 10 years. So that we, you know, we do, we do have that conversation on a pretty high percentage basis. So, you know, it's just real important to have that, that initial you know, eye analysis so that you can really figure out what the options are mm-hmm. and what the future looks like. That's cool. cool. Well, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to figure out what my, my options are on Thursday. I'm excited. <laughs> to, I'm excited to get in and see everybody. Yeah. See no, everybody. we're looking forward to it. That'll be great. Well, thanks. Dr. Cooler. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Anytime great. you want, yeah. just come Absolutely. on in. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah um, well, more, uh, also more, uh, what do we have to, at the top of the talk? Oh yeah. It was fetish videos. That's right. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, important. it's important to start with that. Yeah. <laughs> It's Pat and JT on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook, 402-403-9478. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.